It is the garage every week for you guys. Every Friday, we uh, go through our favorite uh, topics in the rock world, as well as going through some of the topics around the world. Uh, and tonight we got a great episode, special guest in the studio once again. Charles, how's it going tonight? Zip it up and zip it out. <laughs> there you go. What's up, Sergio? <laughs> oh, what's up? Sergio's here as well. Dahlia? What's up? Uh, we got a great episode for you guys tonight and a great episode of The Garage tomorrow. Make sure you guys tune in it's every Saturday, 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can stream it anywhere, anytime, 1057thebear.com. We'll get to the music we're going to be featuring later on, but just some of the hot uh, hot topics and big headlines in the rock world. Uh, in music in general, the one that basically kind of caught my eye the most was Spotify making its New York Stock Exchange debut. Uh, get this, $30 billion being valued at. Uh, shares opened at 165 per share. Founders net about $5.8 billion just off of that debut. Spotify stock at, uh, closed at 149 after 12 years as a privately held company, giving the music streaming service a market value of about $27 billion. Should have invested in Spotify. Compared to Pandora, you would think maybe they're in the same ballpark. Not even close. Uh, Pandora, by comparison, has a market value of $1.2 billion compared to $27 billion. Well, Does that seem weird to anyone? I mean, I always hear Pandora, 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 but I, I, don't, I don't hear Spotify that much. Right. I mean, am I just not, like, in the right circles? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, do you do you guys have... Do you use Spotify, sir? I'm on Pandora. Okay. I don't use it. I use Pandora. I used to use Spotify because there's like an easy app that you can use on your phone. But I haven't used it in like, I don't know, three years. So what, like 2015 is the last time I used Spotify? So it sounds like they're making a comeback. I don't know. This is the first I've ever heard of them. Well, uh, it's not. I don't know about a comeback. This is yeah. just their debut on the New York Stock Exchange. They've been a twelve the company for twelve years. Yeah, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> but yeah. uh, this is one of those things where it's just. I don't know. I mean, that value, that value they're putting on there is twenty seven billion. Is that's crazy? That's insane. It seems insane to me that it would be valued that high. I wonder where they're getting their their valuation. Maybe by Wrong. the amount of money they That's pay the so artist. That's just you to go buy stocks, suckers. Among the 10 <laughs> highest uh, by a technolo- uh, technology company? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's craziness. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know. I hear Pandora all the time. Like, everyone that I... They, when they it talk about like it, It seems like that would be worth more and more of a yeah. marketable thing, but apparently not because Spotify is pay-to-play in a way when you use Spotify Premium. Mm-hmm. I think you can start at $10 a month. I don't know if it goes higher than that. But you can have unlimited ad-free music, which is something I don't think... I don't know if Pandora offers that or no, not. No, no, I don't think so. So maybe that's why. Yeah. That everybody that would be listening to Pandora and get sick of the ads, they yeah. want Spotify because they... Can. And perhaps for their employees, they can have like an employee stock purchase plan where they kind of keep a lot of their stock in-house, <coughs> where you like buy a discounted rate at stock, just right. to keep it at like value. But 149 a share, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously, though, uh, like, I don't know. I use Amazon Prime. Right. So yeah, all it, my music is just like, and not not sponsored by Amazon in any way. But like, I use no, Amazon but I, I bet you Amazon endorses or reimburses those artists rather in some shape or form. Oh, yeah. Much like what Spotify does by that's the whole controversy is Spotify doesn't give the artists enough oh, because yeah. everybody's streaming it they're getting like millions and millions of streams and Spotify only gives them, you know, a couple hundred bucks or a thousand bucks or something. So, I mean, there's something there. There's a disconnect, and Spotify's making a ton of money. 
at the same time. So I don't know. That, that seems pretty. Yeah, I wouldn't like read more research on that. Well, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be coming able to out. Speak on it. They just made their New York Stock Exchange debut, so we're going to get more information. What are they uh, part of the Dow or Nasdaq? Like, how yeah. does that work? Yeah, I don't That's know. I, I don't know which one specifically, but uh, we'll have to come back. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll find out more information as it develops because it just uh, just happened this week. Uh, so moving on to some more rock focused news. Um, kind of sad I, I, I was uh, looking at this uh, story about Lincoln Park having to auction off more than 200 pieces of their gear um, used gear guitars keyboards get this you can get the keytar that Mike Shinoda used in the video uh, for what I've done you can be up on the mountain playing the keytar the guitar. <laughs> Isn't that what is that what uh, uh what uh Mugatu invents in, in Zoolander? Is oh the guitar? <laughs> no 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 it's the, it, no I'm sorry it's the it's a piano necktie. Oh there yeah, you go. Piano necktie. Close enough. That was the best movie ever though. <laughs> but it is all for a good cause. It goes for the music for relief nonprofit organization uh, which provides aid to people and communities affected by natural disaster. Oh that's not sad. Yeah, no, it's really it's it's cool, but I mean, it's kind of sad because Lincoln Park really doesn't have a use for the the instruments and stuff. I guess. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's what Chester's I've been It's no longer cause. with yeah, us. Yeah, but Chester's yeah. no longer with them. Mike Shinoda's breaking off, doing something solo. Mm-hmm. Their their future is Lincoln Park, quote unquote, is kind of uncertain. So I guess that's what I mean. It's like they're kind of clearing clearing the studio out or the garage kind of deal. You know, like hey, we're not going to be using this stuff. Where do you, like where do you go to purchase these items, or are are they already sold? Reverb.com. Uh-huh. Uh, go to Reverb.com and they're hosting the sale Whoa. throughout the next week. Interesting. Thank God that asshole Pharma Bro guy is in jail oh, right now. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Re- buy it. They up. repossess like his Wu Tang album thing <laughs> that he got, and, like all kinds of stuff. He's such an idiot, what a jerk. I don't know who that is. Uh, what? He, he was the guy oh, who bought man. that uh, pharmaceutical company that had. Oh, some kind of, he's um, the guy who's in prison, yeah, right? He's in prison now. Yeah. yeah. He's fighting he like five hundred percent or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. I do. Drug. Okay. All right, so this is an interesting story. 30 Seconds to Mars singer making a cross-country journey. I don't know if you've seen pictures of Jared Leto lately, but he's looking a lot like Forrest Gump did where he made that cross-country journey. Yeah. Where he's got, like, this big old beard. He's got super long hair. (laughs) He's had that for a while. And he's, like, uh, apparently what his uh, idea for this... Uh, tour is called Mars Across America. <laughs> it's in celebration of the band's fifth album, America, which will be That's released funny. April 6th, actually, t- uh, yesterday. Uh, Jared Leto departed from New York City on Monday and is going to travel across the country any way he has to, whether it's hitchhiking, lift rides, bicycles, or even running. Wow. <laughs> He's a super hippie. I think, like, the last so, time I saw him, like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's always selling records. He's a major hippie. And the last time we saw him, it was after we left Coachella and we came home. He went to Weekend when he was on like MTV. And he's like, yeah, I just left Coachella. And he like, you know, yeah. talks about his experience. <laughs> yeah. Like he went on this little Probably that dude journey. With little Indian suit we seen walking down the road. <laughs> and now, now he's like, before I knew it, I was running. <laughs> You know, you know, yeah. uh, you know who Jared Leto is, though, right? You know. Who oh he yeah, is? my so-called life. No, yeah. No, is that no, no. He oh. is the long-haired, um, heroin addict-looking version of Zac Efron. <laughs> if no, and I'm, I'm not even lying. Take, like, just imagine Jared Leto, and then cut off all of his hair and any any beard hair, and then maybe put about ten pounds of muscle weight on him. He's Zac Efron. <laughs> 
All right, check this creepy part out. Uh, well, maybe creepy, not creepy. Uh, also, in conjunction with sorry, that story, sorry. what we're saying, <laughs> he's going to be handing out genetic testing kits from oh, 23andMe yeah. to fans along the route, encouraging them to discover more about their heritage. The trip will end in the oh, band's hometown of Los nice. Angeles the day the new record comes out. I like that. So that's kind of cool, right? Oh, absolutely. I want to see so his everyone's like, Oh, I, I know, right? Where are you from? Well, we, are, we all are like a little part of everything. I think that would be like a wake-up call for somebody who maybe thought like, Oh, yeah. oh, you know, I'm I'm this nationality, and I've always been proud to be it. And then they get a genetic testing kit, and it's completely the opposite. Yeah. Or uh, a blend of all kinds of things that they never even thought about. You mm-hmm. know? I've done it. Yeah. I've done the, I've done the oh, testing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you mm-hmm. did that. Already. I did. It was awesome. It was an awesome experience. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We're going to see, cool. like, Jared Leto would on you a... Do it, Serge? The genetic testing? Uh, I would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alia? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. kind of know... I'd do it. You Actually, think you know. I think I know. You think you know. That's the thing. We all think we know. Well, I know I'm first generation Portuguese. No like my, I, Well, I know that my dad, you know, ended up on Ellis Island and we got placed here in the Central Valley. I do know that much, but I'm but only three quarters Portuguese. There's like one quarter where we don't know. And my sister Anna, she actually did this huge family tree. Who knew we have like Irish and oh, yeah. I don't know, British yeah. and all of this other crazy you know oh yeah parts of Europe in our blood as well so it's interesting it's interesting that's that's how it was for me I actually took it a step further and looked up like uh, the British like family crest and stuff like that turns out Davenport's were hangmen for um for Queen Victoria. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, so I yeah, I guess the ancestors <laughs> that, that, just that, reveled in the murdering that of people. That doesn't fucking surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> and in a, another fun fact, so my family's like Portuguese and I'm like doing air quotes here for all you listeners. Great radio. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, you can't see it, but my family's from the Azores and I was like reading back, I was looking at Wikipedia a lot of people who ended up on the Azorian Islands or the Zilas, if you will, they were Moorish prisoners. Hmm. Right. Moorish oh, wow. prisoners. So who knows what we actually are? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I had like Speaking, 3% Senegal. Speaking of the unknown, let's move on to this kind of cool topic. Tom DeLonge from Blink-182, you know, he used oh, to yeah. be uh, the bass player in the band, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's announced that the upcoming publication of his second novel in his Secret Machine series... It's called Book Two, A Fire Within, and it's okay. Here's, here's the statement about it. Quote, one of the largest areas of study when dealing with the UFO phenomenon is consciousness in the human mind. This character, AJ, was able to weave that into the storyline with a tapestry of information never before released. He's providing us with an opportunity to learn more about ourselves and the greatest story ever told. Oh, wow. It's That's part of his uh, trilogy. It's called Secret Machines Chasing Shadows. It's a new entry about awareness about the alleged impact of extraterrestrial technology on Earth. Oh yeah, he's oh. he's the one in the band who got all space Casey yeah, at the right. end of oh, their yeah. like yeah yep, yep. for sure. Legacy, was all we can see that this is, <laughs> <laughs> we can see that this is where he's going with it. He's starting to write some oh, yeah. you know, but it's kind of cool fiction, I guess. It's not like he's you know necessarily outright claiming it, but I'm sure he believes a lot of this to be true, right? You know, he is. Yeah, I mean, he's. I've and seen a little bit on this. around this house, and people are listening to him. <laughs> oh, I know. And he's he's actually one of the few people that listen to this podcast, and he's like. <laughs> You know what? You know what I think about this? Because he actually has like a pretty huge cult following. Like I think he's probably more popular now than he was like when he was a bassist right. for Blink 182. Um it's huge. He's like everywhere. 
I whenever I think of him, like I think of the guy from Ancient Aliens, uh, the guy with the hair. <laughs> the guy with oh, the hair. That, like, by, like at first it started, it was nicely combed over, and then after a couple of he years, he looked like a troll. Ring. If the, the guy yeah. from Ancient Aliens had a lip ring, it'd be top long. Oh yeah, exactly. So I think that's gonna happen to him. I think like slowly something's gonna happen. He's gonna be like Pinocchio. Uh. Something's just gonna start growing. <laughs> like his hair, or fingernails. <laughs> that's hilarious. Last week we were talking about ACDC uh, possibly oh, recording yeah. with Axl Rose. And we were all kind of against the idea. Mm-hmm. Like, Sergio, I remember you saying they should just hang it up, right? Yeah. ACDC, you know, there's no original yeah. members left except for Angus, obviously. Mm-hmm. Cliff Williams is backed out. Uh, you know, uh, Malcolm Young, Brian Johnson, they're all gone. It's mm-hmm. just Angus. So, uh, there was another interview with uh, Def Leppard guitarist Phil Collin. And he told a radio station, he said, quote, I'm a huge ACDC fan, and if the whole band's left or gone, dead... Or got kicked out. Uh, you've got one person left, so it's not really ACDC. It kind of loses its appeal. It becomes karaoke. It becomes something else, and it's lost all of its integrity, really. That's yeah, Phil uh, Collins from yeah. Death Leopard. That's so. what I was I mean, we all kind yeah, of agree with that, right? Yeah, yeah we all, yeah. that's exactly. Should, did he I'm, listen to this podcast? <laughs> I'm, I'm probably. I'm even more interested than I was, la- less interested than I was last week. Yeah, yeah. I know, and that's the sad thing. Imagine when the album comes out. And yeah. they're going to try and make a big old deal about oh, it. Oh, God. And it's going to be, oh, man, I can just see it now, you know. And yeah. they're going to charge up the butt for those tickets. And oh, it's yeah. It's not going to be worth it. No one's gonna, Who's going to want to see that? I don't know. I, I don't want to see that. Yeah, it's going to sound like uh, somebody's up there just gargling nails or gargling something. Gargling like glass. Yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be horrifying. But it, anyway. you know what? It might be just horrifying enough to want to go see it. Like... <laughs> You well, know, that's the thing. Everybody wants to see a train wreck, right? Yeah, exactly. You can't look away. Exactly. I don't want to see it if I'm, like, stuck in traffic while it's <laughs> yeah. going by. Yeah. You can probably I hear you. You know, I, I, you know what's funny? I was thinking about that today because I was leaving the post what? office this morning for work, and I was stopped at a train, and, I, and there's no traffic on one side. And I was like, you know what? Actual if this road. train were to derail right now, I could just, like, turn my car around and just, like, bolt the other way. I'm like, but in my... These are my, like... This, I'm in my head, like, on my way to work. I'm like, but in my luck, I would yeah. not even get away. Anyway. All right, let's just hop into this one about Robert Plant. Uh, this is funny, of course. Robert Plant, the lead singer of Led Zeppelin, he recalls needing cue cards for Stairway to Heaven back in the day. Oh, yeah, I get it. He admits in a new uh, interview, he says, uh, basically, quote, it's a long, it's a long song, okay? And I also know I have a bit of trouble remembering lyrics. This was back in 72, 73, so our manager, who was quite a formidable personality, he'd come to the front of the stage in the middle of it. He'd have the lyrics going just like that Bob Dylan thing. During the, remember that video yeah. where Bob Dylan's throwing out the oh, cue yeah. cards? Yeah. That's basically how it was. Anyway, it was very funny. I can't remember where the verse goes. There's something about bustle in the hedgerow and, yeah. and all that stuff. The conjecture around that song is hysterical, end quote. That's hilarious. So I was going to say bustle cards. in the hedgerow. I mean, those, yeah. when yeah. you listen to those lyrics, they are pretty, they're, all, yeah. they're pretty crazy. Fentanyl. But, I mean, he's just, that's hilarious that he had somebody there with cue cards back then. Yeah. Oh, uh, if only it was the May Queen. Yeah. And she was spring cleaning <laughs> the lyrics don't even make any sense uh, uh robert plant is coming up with a show though guys check it out june 21st in berkeley at the greek theater okay. all right so uh, I'll be there on, holding cue cards. let's go down here uh one second oh yeah this is a good time on this day in rock history trivia on this day in 1980 so april 6th on this day in 1980 uh, andrew wood forms this band in seattle washington 
making uh, marking what some consider the beginning of grunge. The music of this band makes an impact on Wood's roommate Chris Cornell, who forms Soundgarden. Wood moves on to Mother Love, Love Bone after he dies of a heart attack in 1990. That group adds Eddie Vedder and becomes Pearl Jam. So this is all based on this guy's first band. What do you guys think it is? Is it A, Mud Honey, B, Tad, or C, Malfunction? I know you guys have never heard pretty much any of these. I'm going to go with A. Guess, uh, just a guess. Sergio says A. Mud Honey. So uh, I can't go with A. Because I kind of have an idea when Mud Honey like first kind of oh, okay. and I think it was like early '90s or something like that, or late '80s, early '90s. It was in the '80s. And uh, and Tad, I've never heard of Tad. Right. So I mean, I was These leaning towards Seattle Tad. These are all groups. These are all Seattle groups. Well, I was leaning towards Tad, and then I was thinking, okay, like 1980, like funk, you know, malfunction. Right. I think I think that that I think my answer is going to go malfunction. Okay. I think. And we have special guest Aaron in here as well. Aaron, we want to get your opinion. What, what, which one do you think it is? Mud Honey, Tad, or Malfunction? There's the mic right there. Talk- uh, I'll agree with uh, you there with C. Malfunction. malfunction. That kind of makes more sense, I guess. Yeah. You guys are right. It is Malfunction. Malfunction oh, yeah. was the first group told you, of Andrew Wood. <laughs> you changed your answer. <laughs> of course. All right. New music out today. Blackberry Smoke's got a new album out. Dr. Octagon has a new album out. That's kind of crazy Ooh, to say. I mean, nice. How long has that been since oh, Dr. Yeah. Octagon came out with something? Like oh, 15, for sure. 20 years? God, it had to have been. I mean, he was super popular in the 90s. Moose Bumps, that's a cool name. Yeah, Moose Bumps, an exploration into modern-day horripilation. It's the name of the album. Uh, the Eels, the Flatbush Zombies. We yeah, saw them at Coachella. Yeah, sure Good hip-hop group out of New York. Uh, from the Flatbush neighborhood, I think that's where they got their name. Zola Jesus. Zola Jesus. You don't know about Zola Jesus? I don't know either. I don't know either. They have a new album out, apparently. <laughs> y Oak, Unknown Mortal Orchestra, Under Oath, 30 Seconds to Mars. We were talking about that. Yep. Uh, on his uh, Forrest Gump mission across America. Zach Efron. <laughs> the Wonder Years, Manic Street Preachers, Heinz, they all have new music out. So make sure you guys check those out. Uh, coming up on The Garage tomorrow night. We're going to be featuring new music from the Get Up Kids, Matt Costa. He's actually a pro skater, and now he's making music, so that's kind of... Oh, cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. We're going to be debuting his um, debut uh, single, really. Uh, Albert Hammond Jr. from The Strokes going to be playing new music from them. Um, All right, a couple of hot topics in this. I thought you would find this interesting. Stranger Things fans, I think... All of us are Stranger Things fans, right? Oh, of course. We all I'm go, not. Yeah. What? what? Blasphemy. All right. I'm Blasphemy. Sorry, I'm stabbing you. How dare you? Stabbing How dare you? Guys. How dare you, sir? <laughs> no, Man, what, I ain't got up? time to sit in front of the TV. Oh, watch come on. Oh, so you're a fan. You just don't know yet. Well, I just don't sit in front of the TV. But you haven't. But to be fair, you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Okay. Shit. All right. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to make Sergio you're watch Stranger Things. You're going to have to binge, man. Here's the deal. They announced that they're coming to Universal Studios. Stranger Things is going to have a feature at Universal Studios now. Oh, where it's going to be down. like the Upside Down yeah. as kind of like an amusement park, which is, I don't know, that'd be kind of cool to well, that'd be dope. check yeah, out with Demogorgon yeah. that pops out. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and we, oh, Br- no. Brenda will be chilling by the pool. <laughs> just, just being a Yeah, Bar- Barbara. Or Barbara. 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 Yeah. She'll be chilling um, by the pool. Yeah, there probably will be a Brenda there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Brenda and Barbara. Um, That would be dope if like, you walked into it and it was like everything was right side up. And as you started going in, like you're like the floor started flipping. tilting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're in Brenda the, the There's Blenda. There's no details about it. We don't know what it's going to be like. Brenda the what? The blender. Oh, Brenda the blender. <laughs> uh, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Guess how much she's getting paid? 
3.2 million. Oh yeah. For the next season, season three. She's you know what? She deserves it. Two million dollars. She deserves every every penny of that 3.2. This million. This says all the kids in the cast have negotiated significant pay hikes. It's uh, about 250 oh, yeah. to 350 thousand dollars per episode. Oh yeah. You know who really needs that money too? You know who really deserves that money too? Is that kid with the palette issue. That kid is awesome. He's man. great. He's man. like my favorite yeah, character on the show. He is awesome. He is one of my favorites as well. Uh, here, did you hear about this though? There's a, a lawsuit uh, that supposedly this guy is saying the Duffer brothers ripped him off for the whole idea of Stranger Things. Yeah. Did he write Dungeons and Dragons too? Yeah, I know. Or any 80s uh, memorabilia. All right. Yeah. Well, check it out. TMZ has obtained a casting call, which is what they send out to talent agencies, right? Like looking for X type of actor for this film, right? It was a casting call in August 2015 for the role of Barbara. It included the following, quote, you have a uh, self-taped request for the Netflix series Montauk starring Winona Ryder. The reference Barb, the description is actually pretty hilarious and dead on. Winona make it uh, clear that this was Stranger Things. Uh, but it was called Montauk at the time. With a Winona instead of Winona? Winona, right, yeah. They spelled it wrong. Uh, the document also lists that Matt and Ross Duffer were writers and directors of the series Montauk. TMZ broke the story. The brothers were sued by Charlie Kessler. This is an active course, uh, court uh, case right now, who says he not only made a short film about top-secret government experience called Montauk, he pitched the Duffers a project based on the film, and they turned him down. The timing of the casting call is super suspect. Kessler says his pitch meeting was the Duffers, went down in April 2014, they did not strike a deal, and lo and behold, August 2015, the Duffers were casting for their series Montauk. Hmm. So, uh, you know, what I do you think about that? Do you I think would, it's possible? Or I don't somebody know. Somebody trying to get a cash grab. You know, probably there. there's probably like a thousand ideas pitched to Hollywood every day. Like, I honestly don't think that anything's really new anymore. So it's probably been pitched about 14 times over the past couple I'm of sure years, you they, know? They took it a little bit in a little, probably just a little different direction. Tweaked to, it a little bit. Yeah, and said, yeah. okay, yeah. that's a good idea, but yeah. we're going to do something a little different. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's like, you know, my dream is to write, like, a, the great American novel, but honestly, I mean, people are spitting out novels once every couple of seconds, so, yeah. it's, you know, I don't think my any, any of my ideas are going to be all that original. I I don't even think, really, you could make, like, uh, you know, you can have original music now, but, you know, somebody who sues somebody else for, you know, having somebody like, Donna, well, we, yes. we, we covered that a couple weeks ago when uh, that Some landmark bullshit. case happened Oh yeah, with Pharrell, and uh, who was the guy? Um, Marvin Gaye. Well, no, but Robin um, oh, Robin, Robin Thicke, Thicke, yeah. Thicke, yes, yeah, uh, Robin Thicke. They went to court and against Marvin Gaye's yep. estate, and yep. Marvin Gaye's estate won. Yeah, saying that they basically it was the first time that they had won for copyright of a style. It wasn't even a musical note issue. Oh, really? It wasn't a timing issue. Oh, I thought it was a. It musical was a musical note. style that huh. they actually ended up winning Bullshit. that lawsuit against Pharrell and. Uh, Robin that should Thicke. be only in hip hop. I don't agree with that. I mean, I know like Vanilla Ice like blatantly ripped David Bowie off, and we all kind of know that. But but like, his angle was that it wasn't the amount of notes, right? The amount of notes were different, or something like that. Yeah, that's not even what this is about. It's about the style of the song. Oh well, yeah, I know that's well, that's weird. It's crazy, right? Yeah, and it's uh, it was a crazy thing to be able to. To, to get away with that but moving on this is kind of a crazy story about Stanley you know comic book legend Stanley he created I mean oh who doesn't know Stanley well uh, yeah. Stanley's business associate apparently stole his blood 
Oh, God. And get this. <laughs> Check this out. Special editions of Black Panther comic books are being sold with a stamp written in Stan Lee's stolen blood, according to a new report. Each edition of this is being sold at the Marvel's Avengers Station store in Las Vegas, and it comes with a certificate of authentication claiming it features a, quote, hand stamp signature of Stan Lee using Stan Lee's, Stan Lee's solvent DNA Oh, jeez. The gossip wow. outlet claims they are selling it for $250 to $500 That's each. Oh, my God. Stan Lee's team is currently uh, uh, saying that several vials of his blood were stolen in October, and they believe well, it's business. Who the vials of yeah. blood around anyway? <laughs> well, I think it was because he was in the hospital, and he basically... Oh like yeah, he had yeah, yeah. To the hospital situation where fentanyl, uh, yeah, <laughs> Man, fentanyl. Maybe, uh, maybe this is all orchestrated by Stan Lee, and like he has like Hep A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. It says and his like, legal team's weighing its options. Bunch of people are gonna get it. Would you buy a comic? He's trying to like, be a superhero. You, as a fan, yeah. like if you're a super fan, would, is the, what's what's like the the like the? That's oh too no, creepy. no. I'm not trying to touch anybody's blood. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are, right? Like that's not Excelsior. That's not Excelsior at all. Creepy. It seems like totally just downright exploiting oh, someone yeah. to do that. You Big know? time. Like that's just horrible, and right? And how can they like identify whether it's Stanley's blood or not? Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those. It's it's a crazy thing. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about the woman uh, at YouTube headquarters? Oh, of course. Shooting herself. Oh, oh a yeah. Woman. It was a woman. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. A 27 year old woman. Vegan. Uh, Nasim Agdam. She used a handgun in the attack, and they didn't sure, believe didn't she specifically targeted her victims. Apparently, she had a YouTube channel, yeah. and they were censoring her, and she was upset about that. Yeah. They're camped out. Apparently, there's a report that the cops actually interviewed her when she was sleeping in her car. 11 hours before. Right. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, well, she didn't seem crazy or didn't pose a threat, and she was said she was fighting with her parents, and she was looking for a job, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then 11 hours later, went into YouTube headquarters. And- well, yeah, it just goes to show you, like, you know, uh, one single decision. I mean, this uh, her family said that she wouldn't even, like, kill insects in the house. She'd, she'd pick up insects and take them outside. Yeah, yeah but they fucked with her YouTube channel. <laughs> with her money. With her money does yeah, crazy that was things the, to It people. was the monetization aspect of it. That's yeah. correct. It was that they took off the monetization. Hey, I'm going to tell you when what. you get though. a lot of views on your videos, you can get money. Who's going to get that YouTube yeah. money now? Because I bet you she's racking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. People have been searching her whole profile. Yeah, Yo. you're right. I mean, I mean, whatever's left that hasn't ba- been taken down. Put it on the Bogwan. canteen. Ba- Bogwan. <laughs> the Bogwan at Rajni's Purim. McGinnit, 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 McGinnit. Uh, what else? You guys fan of Westworld? Uh, on HBO? Yeah, yeah. Let, you know what's crazy? Have you seen the season two trailer? No, but I heard it's pretty gruesome. Yes, it is, and there's also a version of Nirvana's heart-shaped box on it. Oh, shit. Uh, that the composer Raymond uh, Jawadi, he also does the music for Game of Thrones. Yeah. And he did a version of heart-shaped box. Yeah, they did a bunch of that in the first season. It's first, really uh, cool. Season. And if you guys are listening out there, make sure you guys check it out because it's pretty awesome. Uh, last movie news thing. Steven Spielberg wants the next Indiana Jones to be a woman. He says, quote... Tomb Raider, you mean? Look at your face, (laughs) Miss D. He says it's time for the character to take a different form. When asked if that meant a woman, he said, quote, We'd have to change the name from Jones to Joan, and there'd be nothing wrong with that. Oh, sweet zombies. Listen. Indiana Jones. Listen. Listen. Indiana Jones is even better. Listen to me. I like Jane. Listen to me. Like, it will? I know. 
Diana. Yeah, Indy. Yeah, they call yeah. him Indy I mean, for short. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Is her first name going to be Indiana and her last name is Joan? It might be. It might be Indiana. Joan, Indiana. It might be Indiana. <laughs> How about Diana Jones? <laughs> there you go. Diana Jones. Yeah. It was a, 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 there was a, a, um, a movie that came out just like that. It was a very classy film called In Diana Jones and the Temple of Poon. Oh, yeah. Great. That was an Oscar award-winning <laughs> performances in that one. So to all you ladies, to all, to all you tw- 21 ladies that are listening to this right now as we speak. Hey, speaking like, of that, let's move on. Let's bridge the gap here. This is great. Seth Rogen said he knew about Stormy Daniels' alleged fling with Trump 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Stormy Daniels was in two movies, uh, Seth Rogen's movies. At the time, it was Knocked Up and 40-Year-Old Virgin. And apparently on the set, he said this on the Ellen DeGeneres uh, show, he revealed that on the set uh, that she said, quote, "Um, at the time when you ask a porn star who they've been sleeping with and the answer was Donald Trump, it was like the la- the least surprising thing she could have said. Oh, yeah. And he added that he, at the time he didn't realize what huge repercussions the story would have. He said, quote, again, it wasn't at the time. It wasn't surprising. As Trump's campaign rolled out, it became clear that no one cared about anything he did. So it didn't really occur to me that even it would come out or anyone would care about it. But then I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, Stormy told us about that. Yeah. What about uh, those fucking the condom snorting challenge? Oh yeah, have you what heard about the, the condom hell? snorting challenge? Oh god, have you but, heard about this? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard about this. You know what? I'm actually have you I'm seen every parent's worst nightmare. No, well, not but they're using have the condom. Have you seen the video of this? How so, they do this? <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they 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 close one nostril, and they put an unused condom up the other nostril, and they snort it through, and it comes out their throat, and they pull it out of their mouth. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That's what the that's what the challenge is. It's the new it's the new balloon trick at children's parties. Oh, shit, if my girlfriend could do that. <laughs> you know, well, okay, so this is what's bugging me about that whole thing. It's like a couple of people, you know, do a stupid challenge on on YouTube, right? And then it all it all goes around and it blows into this crazy thing like these are millennials that do this. And then like it moves from millennials to like snowflakes and then it moves from snowflakes right. to like They're whatever, so stupid, like and this is the future of America. Yeah, exactly. And and you're these just guys like, are a bunch of idiots. Yeah, you're like these are just a couple of dumbasses. They don't reflect like Imagine an entire if we generation. Had YouTube back when we were kids doing all the dumb shit we used to do. Oh yeah, right? big time. Like, they'd be like, oh my god, these guys are the future of America. Oh, yeah, what a bunch of idiots, right? Yeah, I sat on a moving car I mean, one time and flew off of it. Like the whole series of Jackass, you yeah. know. That's oh a great example goodness. of like great that example. inspired our whole generation yeah. of that time. Yeah, we but were, they didn't define the generation. No, it was, yeah. it was a microcosm of you know like whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Uh, right, that was a setup because they used skateboard. They used yeah. skateboarding for me to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just sucked you right in, dude. Yeah. All right, last little topic here: uh, why you should never pick up dropped money. Okay, if someone drops a twenty-dollar bill on the ground, who here would go and pick it up? If you're just like on a public street. And just out, not in front of a business, there wasn't somebody, obviously, that was just right away there. You just happen to be crossing the street, say, at a crosswalk, you come to a new block, and there's a $20 bill sitting there. Would you grab it? Finders keepers. Okay. Aaron says yes. Um, well, if, okay, so if I saw it come out of somebody's pocket, you know, no, and obviously try to, no, no. We're not saying that. It's just on the ground. It's on the ground already. Oh, then losers, weepers. Right. Finders keepers, losers, weepers. What money? As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> it'll okay, be too fast well, for anybody to see. Here's the thing. Bam. This happened in Britain over the weekend. A woman in Britain found a $20 pound note on the ground, on the floor, at a local store. Okay? The 23-year-old ended up in court 
After a CCTV camera caught her picking it up off the ground, Slater Gordon lawyer says, uh, her lawyer, excuse me, said, if you pick up a seemingly abandoned money off the street, you could be committing a crime called theft by finding. To cover yourself, you have to take reasonable steps to find the owner of the cash before pocketing it yourself. Theft by finding sounds like a D, like a D and D term. Increment <laughs> to go down. I mean, is it oh, same for it a again? single dollar or like? I mean, right, what's, yeah. At what point oh, you yeah. go to the police station and say it says hey, owner of the cash or other property? So I don't you know. Have I mean, to wait a for somebody to well, claim it and I mean, somebody doesn't claim their dollar. Time to keep looking at what, the video because that could have fell out of my pocket. I would have just said it fell out of my pocket. Yeah, like well, that's came, true. That's Does what I'm committing. Justify if I, like the if the I pick this up and I just come up to some random guy, I'd be like, "Hey, did you lose twenty bucks?" I'd be like, "Yeah." Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. And then I get away even scot free. Or I don't know if I could do. Like, I'm a right? horrible liar. I'd be like, "Yeah." I'd be like, "Actually, I lost thirty, <laughs> but it's all right." Okay, you yeah. clearly didn't lose. Can. Hey, hey, where's the other ten, dude? Yeah. Hey, I dropped fifty. <laughs> and you know, come to think about it, I dropped a hundred. Death okay. by finding. I feel like a dating site. Uh, <laughs> last thing here. Sounds like a band. Sounds like a band, right? I thought this was kind of ridiculous. I know it's a hot topic, and we I don't like to get into politics at all, really, on the show. But I just want to get your guys' opinion about the Parkland students and the clear backpacks. I'm sure you guys oh, have been seeing shit. about that. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Uh, the guys that, you know, 17 people were killed at this uh, Marjorie, or Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida. They returned after the break. This is the first time back. And so part of the thing is that now they have to use these plastic see-through backpacks. I think part of it was like a week later, like two kids got caught with like knives Something in their backpacks. In their like backpacks. Ah, uh, uh, but see, yeah. look, a separate I'm incident. A, though? I'm gonna tell you yeah, like this: if there's somebody around my kid's school shooting, I would probably tell my kid to take a knife to school or something. I mean, I, gun is kind of big, <laughs> at least. But like, you I, tell them to take. I tell them, uh, if somebody was shooting around, I tell I, my why, daughter like, hey, why do we gotta go? I, now? I tell my daughter, do a shiv. Why not just? Hey, you need to be packing a knife. I mean, yeah. no matter what, like, why yeah. not? Well, I'm not saying. I mean, you got to know right from wrong. I'm not saying point. fucking use your gun uh, on anyway. Go shoot your back. So. I teach yeah. my t- I teach my child to fight with words. Yeah, clear, <laughs> I say, clear backpacks. Just the same one that got stupid. shot. With and <laughs> imagine all the girls that are going, you know, and having their feminine products in there. Well, yeah, during that time of the month. It's embarrassing. Then, yeah, I mean, they yeah. got to walk around school with that on parade. Well, like I saw this. that there was a guy who just put tissue paper on the inside of his clear backpack, and it completely obscured everything. Oh yeah, so I mean, there you go, right? So well. Get like what's the point? Well, de- devil's oh, yeah. advocate, devil's it's not advocate stop here. A shooting a clear backpack isn't going to no. do anything for that. Well, like, well, here, devil's advocate here, like they you have to wear even, a clear cr- trench coat next. Well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, uh, clear <laughs> rain slickers. Yeah, that'd be a different slickers. type of matrix, right? <laughs> um, no, I mean they're probably they're still they're still grieving. They're still wondering like what to do. They're probably going to do a bunch of things. They're yeah, probably, you know, like they're probably going to reach. And the all principal, kinds of that's a good point. The principal did say this. Quote, it is very difficult to balance both convenience and privacy with safety and security. More of one, the other often suffers, but I will do my best to balance the two. So at least it sounds like he's Man, a lot aware of and trying to do something. A lot of these yeah. schools, though, what happened to, like, don't they got metal detectors, a lot of them, since a lot of the shootings happened right. about 10 yeah, years that ago? That seems like a better idea than a clear backpack. Yeah. But, but a lot of the, I thought a lot of these right? schools had this already since a lot. Like, this, just, this is not brand friend. new. This is not the yep. first fucking shooting. 
you know, if they had I mean, metal shit. detectors, it seems like they're just yuppie parents. Would it be seems like, like the no. shooting are getting. They're just getting more and more often. Like I know it's crazy. Yeah, uh, but you damn know, bullies. You know they're gonna try. They're gonna try all kinds of stuff though. And you know it's it's they're they're probably gonna try a bunch of things until they finally find the one thing that works. But it's you know it's gonna take some time. So I mean I'm not gonna bring like, the bow back. Why don't we just put Sergio out there? Bring the bow back. That one thing that'll work. Whoop that little ass, motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. Bunch of badass little kids. Just pull out a belt, start spanking. I agree with that as well. Uh, but there's Shit. definitely some, uh, you know, conversations and policies that need to be overlooked and all that stuff down the road. And we'll return to that in the next week with all the latest uh, rock headlines, stories from around the world, hot topics, and more. Thanks, everybody, for coming in and being a special guest today on the Garage Rock Show. Thanks, guys. Peace. Oh. Later.